Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so-called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. Good morning, good afternoon, and of course, good night. No matter where you are, what time you're deciding to listen to this program, this one is a good one. So I was not supposed to do a We the People Are the News episode today, as I am on a road trip. Uh, I headed down the coastline. I'm on my way to West Palm Beach, where Scott Lebedo is having his art showing later this week. So, of course, the news hits, and we're all talking about this news. They finally got Orange Man. Orange Man, bad. No more truth. Uh, no more truthing with caps lock on. None of it. They got him because of Stormy Daniels. That's right, the same Stormy Daniels that uh, was Michael Avenatti's client. And where's Michael Avenatti now? I believe he's rotting in prison somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. And we're still talking about Stormy Daniels. And the FEC already got rid of that case. New York already got rid of that case. But here we are again, like poof, fucking magic. We're back here again. And they're talking about indicting him within the next 24 hours. That is the word. Well, things are picking up. And this is why I said that firewall come midterm elections was a major, major necessity same firewall that I was trying to become a part of when I ran. Now listen, people make mistakes in life. And I'll always say, Trump made a mistake not endorsing me. Uh, It was very strange that he endorsed my opponent about 15 minutes before the election started. Having said that, having said that, the guy is getting indicted possibly tomorrow on the biggest ridiculous scheme of all time. But Congress, the House, that slim majority that we have, led to Representative Jim Jordan writing in, uh, as a report from Fox Digital, the quote in the letter that was obtained, In light of serious consequences for your actions, we expect that you will testify about what plainly appears to be politically motivated prosecutorial decision. And that was to Alvin Bragg, the DA in Manhattan that decides what he will prosecute if he wants to prosecute, and of course, usually, it goes against the people that are law-abiding citizens. Or it goes against those who are simply defending themselves. They were trying to go after somebody who, uh, for murder just because he decided not to let a criminal kill him. We've watched so many bad things happen, and you watch George Soros, the DAs that he puts in place... They're, they're driving these decisions. And by the way, wherever you're listening to this, headphones, car, speaker, you might hear running waterfalls and different sounds. I'm broadcasting from Jacksonville, Florida today. Like I said, I'm road tripping down the coast. I wasn't even supposed to have an episode today, but I will be doing this for the next few days. Then we're on to uh, further down the shore uh, to Scott's show. So there's going to be different sounds. There's going to be different things going on. The podcast, the radio station, is on the run, on the road again. So D.A. Bragg, guys, we watched New York City fall apart. We watched him say he would not, he would not prosecute trespassing. But when you trespassed for not having a vaccine passport, 
Well, holy shit. Then, and only then, I guess, you would get prosecuted. Of course, it all failed. But all of these rule sets that they've put in place, this power grab, it's all to destabilize. It's always been to destabilize. We're living in the fucking twilight zone. We are. I mean, there's no two ways about it. What we're seeing here, what we're witnessing here, is madness. So now, if they do, in fact, go through, reports, of course, were, were around, and, and it's hard to, to really uh, verify this, but they said 60%, over half the people in the, in the DA's office, they don't want any part of this. Even, even Ron DeSantis is saying that this is manufactured. He, w- he won't get involved. I mean, that, that's his opponent, but he is saying it's manufactured. He's not walking it up. Uh, would like to see some more fight uh, out of Ron for that situation, obviously. But we're, we're talking about a political persecution of a former president on a case that's been thrown out by New York, that's been thrown out by the FEC, that was... Uh, do, do we remember how, how fascinating is the groupthink? Michael Avenatti, at one point, was being touted as the next president of the United States by the media. He is a brilliant man. He is a brilliant man. That, they, are, they have a right to have that opinion. And I, I believe that all of the court cases that he had to endure afterwards about bribery and things of that nature shows how corrupt that man was, in my opinion. I throw opinions everywhere. We're all allowed to have one. It's like an asshole. We all have one. And you don't ever want to say it's factual because they try to sue you for like $85 billion in your house, cat. And in the words of uh, Mr. Jones, you ain't getting my house, cat. Madison's off limits. You ain't getting her. So, what does this all mean if they go through with it? Well, it's an attempt to further tarnish. Groupthink is a sick, sick thing. So I'm thinking this more like a special and less of a newscast. This is more of just breaking this specific situation down. Um, there is, there is a, a, a reason they're doing this, and it is going to backfire in many other people's eyes. Uh, this is going to help him raise money. They're going to try to say, well, you're, you're raising money for a criminal. He's a criminal. Look at this. It's always the same. He's, oh, we finally got him. He's always indicted, even if nothing happens. That's their goal. Happened at the same time, which is very convenient for, for Alvin Bragg, that the New York du jour, which has been serving uh, common law contracts or something like that, I, I, I have to really get my handle on, on what's going on with New York du jour, but they had him in default of his duty. So he's derelict, dereliction of duty, essentially, to, to his constitutional oath. And that court case date is coming up. He's going to default. And then what does that mean? What does it mean if the judges don't enforce anything? And that, that goes, does that, does that fall into the judge? Does the judge get served for not upholding their position in the Constitution? There's so many different facets of what's going on right now as our constitutional republic is under attack. And make no mistake, we're under attack. We're under attack from within, from forces that, that don't like having a constitutional republic or have financial gain in a collapse of the constitutional republic so let's look at george soros for a moment we're going to play a clip that's been going around the internet uh where george soros says he worked for the nazis while acting like he was an adopted son of somebody while not being jewish in nazi germany very interesting breakdown it's a clip that nobody likes to talk about but it exists so i'm going to play it 
and hopefully I can edit this a little bit because again the whole studio is on the road but let's hear what we uh, what we could get on here and and we'll go from there you're a Hungarian Jew mm-hmm. who escaped the Holocaust mm-hmm. by posing as a, a Christian right and you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. I was 14 years old. And I would say that that's when my character was made. In what way? That one should think ahead, one should understand and, and anticipate events. Uh, and uh, one, one is threatened. It was a tremendous threat of evil. I mean, it was a, a very personal experience of evil. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right. Yes. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't you don't see the connection, uh, uh, but it was it created no no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. For example, that uh, I'm Jewish, uh, and here I am watching these people go. I could just as easily be there. I should be there. None of that. Well, uh, of course, I, uh, I could be on the other side, or I could be the one from whom it, the thing is being taken away. Uh, um, but there was no sense that I shouldn't be there, because uh, that was... Uh, uh, well, actually, funny way, it's just like in markets, that if I weren't there, of course I wasn't doing it, but somebody else would would, would, would be taking it away anyhow. In other words, the, whether I was there or not, I was only a spectator, the property was being taken away. So I had no role in taking away that property. So I had no sense of guilt. Wow. Wow. No sense of guilt. Heard a lot of different things there. It's like the market. A person who made a lot of money on currencies crashing, short-selling dollars of nations and rubles or whatever you want to call money of whatever nation. But it wasn't him that did it, right? So he just orchestrates things and reaps the benefits but didn't actually do anything himself. A lot of madmen have said that in, in, in their lives. A lot of fucking crazy people have said that in their lives. And we're just supposed to sit here. And they've turned him into, if you even mention him, you're an anti-Semitic representative of the community. If you mention George Soros. And the groupthink takes that in. And they're like, yeah, you mentioned George Soros. That's an anti-Semitic slur or remark. I'm sorry. From what I'm hearing, and from not feeling any guilt about partaking and participating in helping Nazi Germany and Nazis confiscate property and and sitting by idly as Jewish people were sent off to concentration camps, to death camps, no guilt, and he was 14 and he it might, it might as well just playing the market. I'm sorry. That's not an anti-Semitic mark. You're just a dumb motherfucker. 
That's where I'm at, if you can actually say that, knowing that this clip exists. I didn't know this clip existed. This is new to me. Happened in 1998. I believe that was the, the, the year that, that interview happened, because right now, right now, he, he's, you know, he's deteriorating at rapid paces, and a lot of people liken him to uh, Lord Palpatine from Star Wars. Very evil creature, if you ask me. That's my, again, that's my opinion. Guy, how about that? So what is going to happen now in the aftermath? Well, you know, people are sitting there. People are saying don't protest. People are saying protest. Um, millions of different ways to protest, but you better be active. And again... None of this is going to stick. This is all going to backfire. This is going to help him raise money. This is going to bring the base together. And honestly, watching this happen, it's just like, there is a reason they don't want this man in. No matter what they say, people are still walking around saying that Trump is anti-Semitic, hates Jews. However, his daughter converted, his granddaughter, uh, his grandchildren, rather, are Jewish, have Jewish names from, from my understanding. He moved the, the only president that actually did it, he moved the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem, I can't, oh my God, Jerusalem. And th- this is, this is madness. Groupthink and, and Project Mockingbird, the endless repeating has worked so flawlessly. We've been exposed as far as I'm concerned, as a human species, we've been absolutely exposed we are very simple creatures. And the people, this is like, you could go down, down the line here, guys. This 1%, this powerful group of people, these entities that control us, the people that everyone's like on the left was always raging against, rage against the machine, remember that? The, the, the people that rage for the machine now? The reality is, they're just being, they're just being literally trained to support the people they hate. And the people they hate are saying, we agree with you, and they're doing the same thing to these people, but the people are so blind and stupid, they don't know how to get out of the, the logic loop. And that's exactly what we're, what we're finding here, is the logic loop. Perfect example. Left politician says, there is global warming to the point that we're going to lose all of our beaches. Everything's gone. Waterfront properties are gone. They've been saying it. Again, I've, I've pointed to this. The UN said in 89, there would be no lower Manhattan in the year 2000. It's now 2023, and the same exact dock for the Staten Island Ferry is exactly there. It's the same place. It's like literally nothing has changed. Yet they all go by property beachfront. But they keep telling you that this is the problem. And then they tell, we the people are the problem. What we eat, the animals we need. So they want to kill the animals. They want us to live in, squ- in squalor, just complete horseshit life of an existence. This is what their goal is. You won't be able to eat. You'll have to have cricket patties, the whole nine. But the environment will be better. I love the environment, guys. I would like to help where I can. But if we're totally destroying our lives, what's the point of living? Well, that's exactly why they probably brought in that euthanizing of people that are just a little depressed. Do you see how this all comes together? So you live a crappy life. You don't get to eat eat crickets. You decide when they give you the lethal injection at this point. And then what? You take the shots, endless shots, 
what happens with fertility, over the different GMOs we have, the different things we ingest, the different things we put into our bodies during science project era that we have. When does it stop? Where? Where? And at the end, the same 1% of the people will have all the wealth. They'll have the whole world to themselves. There'll be some, some peons eating crickets in the corner as they slowly do, just wait for their doomsday. And when the environment stays the same or still gets worse because we're in a warming up pattern, you can ask environmentalists, they know this, actual environmentalists, we are in a warming period. It's tens of thousands of years of cold and then warm, ice ages heating up. <coughs> and you know, excuse me. And you know what we find? No matter what, there's going to be an extinction event. Meteors, black hole eats, the earth, sun explodes. So no matter what you do, you never outrun Mother Nature. You never outrun what is inevitable, which always was death and taxes. Well, you sure as shit ain't going to run out taxes, I can tell you that. These people will take anything from you. Remember, reminder, in reality, you get taxed, you make $1, just cut it down macro, $1, so you make whatever amount of dollars an hour, now you're making a bunch of dollars, and they'll tax that. Let's bring Danny Presti in right now. Danny has no idea that I'm about to do this. We're recording our podcast here, Danny. How do you feel about every dollar that you get taxed, that you get to take away sales tax, you get to take away federal city tax, and then they tax you when you die? Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to start with taxation is theft, and that our great country was founded upon rebelling against taxes. So There he yeah, is, the big guy. <laughs> I'm sitting in a backyard right now in Jacksonville, surrounded by palm trees and lizards, just ranting into my laptop. Nice. You know, Judo's in Florida, too. I ha- I'm supposed to call him. I'm actually going to call him when I get off of, uh, off of uh, recording this podcast. This is, like, yeah. this is a very, very interesting uh, uh, guest appearance for the first time on Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio, Danny. I'm, I like this. I like it, too. This was fate, as they say. <laughs> So I'm about to break down, I'm actually about to break down right now, the entire uh, false flag that they're hoping to get, the footage they're hoping to get to run into the 2024 election with, with I'm sure, feds being embedded, Antifa dressing up as Trump supporters. Uh, what, what do you expect these protests to yield? Uh, I expect, or I'm hoping to expect, I guess... Um, similar to when they had that, I think it was the anniversary, uh, March at the Capitol where nobody showed up except for a bunch of feds <laughs> and it was uneventful. Uh, cause I think people are smart enough now to know you can't, it's, it's, it's a trap. You, you can't go like, even if you want to show your support, you got to do it in a different way. Because if you go, uh, these guys from January 6th is still locked up for taking a tour. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, and I, I, I'm thinking that if, in fact, people do go and they see people starting to do damage, like it should be an open message to uh, anybody there for the right reason. If you're doing damage, we're going to just destroy you like you're going to get subdued uh, and, and just annihilated. But again, what we have seen in some of the footage at J6 is a guy who very much looks like a Fed, if you ask me, by the, by the way he was acting, his whole entire demeanor, with a mask on, is breaking a window, turns around and pushes another guy and goes, you did yeah. this. So, I mean, yeah. so it gets very scary because then they get the whole crowd amped up. Everyone's going to be trying to subdue and beat the crap out of each other. And, yeah, it, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. But 
the thing that we can always uh, rely on here and, and understand is they're just trying to win minds and drill home. Look at the Trump supporters and they're still supporting criminals. They're supporting J6 criminals. Meanwhile, the cops are walking in with them, walking around, saying prayers with them. It's very crazy. Yeah, well, all they need, all they're going to need is a, a couple of clips of people doing something. And then that's it. They put that on repeat on loop and blast for the next few weeks to a couple of months and then that's it then you talk to anybody and they just say well look look at all these crazy trump supporters that went and did this so it's you know going to be interesting but i think people are smart enough to know it's kind of stay away you know what i think i think that crackhead barney is going to show up as a trump supporter we're going to get footage of her uh, destroying stuff in the name of Trump, and it it would be the biggest, uh, the biggest easiest thing to out in a million years uh, if Crackhead Barney was dressed up as a Trump supporter. I would love if it could be proven who she gets paid by, like what the chain of like how how she actually gets paid because she a hundred percent gets paid in some way. I'm assuming from Soros, even if it's not directly. Well, it's, it's got to come from somebody. It's never directly. It's always this is. It's always sub subcommittee out to something else to something else, and you get paid by at least like the third branch off. That's like we're into performing arts, and then the performing <laughs> arts sector goes up to we're into controlling minds, which goes up to we're into destroying governments, which goes up to financial gain for George Soros and friends, which goes up to George Soros. And then when you run out of the options, you turn your crackhead son into an art art dealer that yeah. has no oversight. Of course. Art. The easiest money laundering thing in the world. All right, Danny. Let, let, me, let me give you a call back in like five minutes. I'm going to just wrap this up. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later, brother. Later. Wow. Danny's first guest appearance on We the People Are the News on Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio. For any of those listening that doesn't know who Danny is, you probably don't know who I am. Uh, he was one of the guys that was opening Mac's public house every night. I helped did the footage that went on Tucker and all the other newscasts about that when we were taking on uh, the two biggest idiots known to man, Andrew Cuomo and Bill de Blasio here in New York. Well, there in New York as I'm in Florida right now. So, yeah, this is a battle, guys. This is a battle to win minds. Uh they're, they're looking for that clip. They're looking to drill at home. They're looking to say, you support a criminal. You pay a criminal. And in the big scheme of things, as a grown-up, like not being a child, uh, I really don't care if he had sex with, with, with Stormy Daniels. It's the least of my concerns. Uh, like I didn't care that Bill Clinton banged everybody and was getting blowjobs in the Oval Office. Uh, it just, at this point, is the is the the smallest speck on the scale maybe we could readdress his ethics afterwards um but right now again we're watching all of this happen as biden had files like they had said trump has to be imprisoned he's a treasonous person he took files yet he had a skiff he had a, he had everything locked up everything was protected Joe Biden was leaving files from his days in the Senate, which is outright felony and treason to take those, if, if I'm not mistaken. You cannot take those secret files as a senator. It might be treason. It's definitely a felony. Leaving them around the house in, in bags, boxes in the garage. It's like, oh, go get me the monkey wrench. It's under the, it's under the, 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 secret, the top secret files of the United States of America. Fucking clown show. And they said Trump needed to go for that. Gonzo. Hashtag Done. Nah. 
this is crazy town, ladies and gentlemen, and we're just trying to navigate the waters. But they, you know, that got pushed aside. He had files all over the place, including a building, a think tank, where the money was funneled in from the CCP, donated, helped build it and, and operate it, if I'm not, again, mistaken. How's that work? Leave the file on the third shelf, and Fang Fang will stop by after she's done blowing Eric Swalwell for, for information? I'm not sure. That's the thing. I'm not sure. We have to get to the bottom of it and fact check it by actually investigating and taking our heads out of the, out of the, uh, the proverbial sand or straight up out your asshole. That's where we're at. My oh my, what a wicked web we live in and we've, we've weaved. So keep your eyes peeled no matter what you do, how you protest. And yeah, I mean, at this point, it seems like this will be a big donation driver. They arrest him, I'm donating. Screw it. That, that, that's my act. And I don't really do much donating. I don't. I just don't. I, I have a loud mouth. That, that's my donation. Fun fact, I think I've only donated 5 or $10 to a campaign uh, for the first time in 2020. And that was to Trump. And they were saying AOC was out there. Put some names on lists. Let's make lists. Let's classify and break. They have broken, they've broken everybody apart. You can't make jokes anymore. Do you remember the Chappelle show when we would, we would watch Dave make fun of every race? White, black, Asian, didn't matter. We all laughed. It was a great time. It was funny. Ha ha. Because under it all, we could laugh at one another because we're all Americans. We're all under the same banner. We're having a good time. Not anymore. They've destroyed our team jersey. There is no flag anymore. And there is no we. There is just me and what I am. If I thought that way the way they want me to think I'd be a white man who is just always guilty. I'm an American, along with black Americans, Asian Americans, Americans, all different ethnicities, races, uh, religions. I'm a real person. I think you're a bunch of fucking idiots that went down to this macro uh, identity politics game. It was all part of the destabilization event. It's situational design, as Tom McDonald said. So this is how you cut through the bullshit. This is how it's done. It's all bullshit. Start telling everybody it's all bullshit and do not give an inch when they try to take an inch because the woke mob will try to take an inch and then they will break it down, break it down further and further and then they will, they will yell at you for everything. And that is the, the lesson of today. So take that, put it in your pipe and smoke it with your bong and a blitz pancake all right i will be back tomorrow if you protest be very careful i always suggest body cams endless body cams i will keep you guys posted on the scott show but that's later in the week and again i'll be in florida for quite some time so the next uh next few weeks of episodes to say the least, will, in fact, be from sunny Florida. I've retired from the winter for the year 2023 until the end of the year, which maybe I'll come back to Florida again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tomorrow here on Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio. And as always, go hit up sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world. Use promo code... 
podcast for 17.76% off. The iconic flag, no better time to fly it right now. Uh, it's time. It's time to let the people know where you stand. Let them see the rebel colors. Let them know what 1776 is, uh, what's in our DNA and our blood. We will not bow to tyranny ever. It's never going to happen. Go grab a flag. Go grab some shirts, T-shirts, hoodies, whatever it is, and get 17.76% off your order. Again, the website is www.sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world, and I will see you in the morrow. Stay tuned for another great episode. See you then. I'm John Matlin, and this is We the People Are the News.